Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. I'm your host, David Castle, coming at you live from a locked-down, quarantined Carson City, Nevada. Yes, folks, I'm practicing social distancing. I'm in a room in my house recording a podcast all alone, which is really all you can do at this time. I've been laid off from my job. I'm sure a lot of you out there listening have as well. These are tough times, and all we can do is hope for the best at this point because there's really nothing we can do. We're just totally at the mercy of whatever the government says we can or can't do, and it seems like things are going to get better before, I mean, get worse before they get better, in all honesty. So, yeah, just more more, more things locked down, more businesses being shut down, and the things that are going to come of this are not going to be good. It's really an attack on small business. It's an attack on the economy. And small businesses just can't survive with, with a month of no business, especially when they're getting no you know, stimulus type of package from the government. I mean, there's there's really not a way for the economy to come out ahead on this thing, and, and small businesses especially. Companies like Amazon, Walmart, Costco, the big, big corporations, they're going to be totally fine. But it's the small businesses, the mom-and-pop shops, the restaurants, the bars, uh, the small markets, and things like that that are really going to suffer through this. And it's really sad. And it's fucked up because the government is intentionally doing this and it's governments all around the world and they're just making it so we can't do anything. And it's because because of this virus that we can't get a straight answer about. They're saying all sorts of conflicting things. They're really not giving us too, too much information as to what the virus actually is, who it's been infecting, uh, you know, what type of genomes that it targets because it seems like certain races are having a more difficult time with it than others like it's really going after the Italians and the Iranians and uh you know everyone's got their own genetic code that makes them up and it seems like this specific virus is targeting specific genomes you know it's just different it seems like certain types of people are getting sick and other people aren't getting sick and the the lengths and the extents that governments across the world are going to to supposedly combat this virus, <laughs> they're quite ridiculous because you have this, this virus, which is basically like the flu, and the flu can be deadly to people who are old, people who have compromised immune systems, and people who are more susceptible to infections because... Their immune systems aren't strong enough to fight off this infection, so they have a pre-existing condition, and it causes, you know, once they catch this this virus, or any virus, you know, for that matter, it's going to cause them to get really sick and get all fucked up, and possibly die. And these are the types of people who have been dying from this, and these are the types of people who die from any virus, any regular flu or cold or or something like that. And yet... We have to shut the whole entire world down because supposedly your government cares about you now. <laughs> uh, it's a ridiculous notion. Anybody who believes that probably has no concept of history and what your government has been doing to you for quite some time and to your parents and grandparents before that and basically every ge- every generation to ever exist. <laughs> 
is very, very rarely been a case where the ruling elite has been on the side of the people. It has been just that, a ruling elite who controls the people and is not afraid to go to whatever extent to gain more control. And the people in control of the world right now are eugenicists. And what a eugenicist is, the eugenics movement was spawned about like late 1800s or so, kind of around the time when Darwin was doing all his stuff and proving the theory of evolution or speculating upon it because it's just a theory, still hasn't been proven exactly. But uh, the thing with, you know, adaptation and natural selection and survival of the fittest and just the notion that some people or some animals or some organisms are more deserving of life than others. And that's what the elite thinks. They think that they're better than you and, you know, they're not regular people like you and I. They are above us and we need to be exterminated. We're a disease on this planet. There's plenty of people who will tell you that, that we're destroying our planet and we need to depopulate ourselves. We need to stop having babies uh, because we're changing the climate and all of this all of these ideas that people have because it's been brainwashed into them through the school system, which is controlled by this ruling elite who, who wants us all to be self-deprecating, self-hating um, people. And now they're telling us that we all need to stay home. We can't work. We can't generate any sort of income uh, that we would have normally done. Hopefully you got some good side hustles going or something. I don't know. You're fucking a webcam model or something. What can you really do? From your house. Apparently there's a lot, but I don't know. Most people aren't doing it. And especially the older generation, they just, they're not hooked up for that. They got other jobs. There's people who are, you know, machinists or contractors. There's all kinds of things that people could do that you can't necessarily do from your house. Not everything is a internet-based service fucking tech job. So people out there with quote-unquote real jobs are fucked. Especially if you're in the small business sector. But it's for your own good, according to the government. So, just at this time, at the time when this started happening in the world, things were things were happening in terms of people resisting this system. All across the world, you had massive demonstrations, people speaking out against the government and gathering together in large numbers to protest. And hopefully have their voices be heard. And this was taking place in nations all across the world. And then all of a sudden, we have this virus outbreak that's supposedly putting everybody at risk and causing it so we can't have gatherings of 50 or more people. And it's convenient how that happened for them, isn't it? Funny how that sort of thing happens. And I'm not saying that this virus isn't real and that it's not a, it's not a real threat, because it is. People are dying from it. In comparison to the world population, it is quite insignificant, especially in comparison to other diseases and infections that have that have taken place throughout history or just shit that people die from now. There are diseases which are more deadly than this, of course, and that are killing more people on a daily basis. But uh, this is the, um, uh, what do you call it? It's an incremental type of growth with this and then... You know, people can spread it to so many people and it just fucking, it just goes up uh, exponentially. 
and just increases and increases and increases, and pretty soon the whole world is going to be taken over, and some experts say it could infect 40 to 70% of the world's population. And these are all just figures, they're percentages and statistics that they throw out there. 40 to 70%, that's quite the gap. <laughs> but the the message being that everybody is in danger, be very scared, and there's nothing you can do. You just got to stay home. You have to stay home and practice social distancing. That is a term that they've really beaten into the public consciousness as of now. And it's an interesting term. Social distancing. We all have to be six feet away from each other. Can't be within six feet. It's it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, what are what are we supposed to do? I'll I'll be in like a bubble or something. And the thing is, we don't know how long this is going to last. They're not telling us much. They're speculating. They're saying, oh, Trump doesn't want it to last too long. He doesn't want to destroy the economy. Well, of course he doesn't want to destroy the economy because this is an election year. He's the incumbent. If if the economy is destroyed, well, then he's not going to do so hot in the election. They're gonna, people are going to want someone else new in there. Not that that matters anyways. They're all puppets. They're all chosen to play this role. And... You know, you can't really trust them. In fact, there's there's some people have been bringing to my attention this Q movement where supposedly Donald Trump is trying to drain the swamp. And, you know, he has this, this special task force which has been taking down high-profile pedophiles and, and doing all this stuff in secrecy. And somehow this coronavirus outbreak corresponds to that. I have a very tough time believing that because why would these these pedophiles and stuff who who control the world these satanic illuminati type motherfuckers who are doing all this stuff why would they let trump get elected in the first place why would he still be alive if this was the case and it just doesn't make any sense he's part of the system just like anybody else he's just playing a role he's an actor he literally had his own reality tv show and he's just it's all part of it dude like I don't I find it very very unlikely that he is somehow you know doing all this shit in some secret plot and he's just this fucking genius who is saving the world. Uh a lot of supposed patriots believe that, but I think that's fucking ridiculous. That's some stupid shit and I I don't see that happening. But maybe I'm wrong. Hopefully I am wrong and he is doing some just epic fucking James Bond shit. But it's not happening, dude. I'd be very, very surprised if that was happening. Now, in addition to that, we have a lot of people who are scared, as I mentioned before, and just confused about what's happening. And it's because we can't get a straight answer from any authority figure. Uh, the news, they, they just get people panicked. And they, they want people to panic. This is all part of the plan. Because they, they all of a sudden tell everybody that you can't go to work. The whole world has changed. We need to stock up on supplies because we don't know how long this is going to last. We don't know what they're going to shut down. Eventually, maybe they will shut down the supermarkets. Why wouldn't that happen if they're shutting down everything else? And if this virus is so deadly and it is such a threat, then why would you continue to allow people to go to the supermarket together where if it is so contagious, uh, it could be passed on to other people? So... Eventually, they might shut down that shut that shit down too, right? 
So you can't blame people for going and trying to stock up on supplies, especially when all of the all of the explanations are so vague and they're hinting at some sort of pandemic that could last possibly years and that nothing's ever going to be the same. We can't even fucking go. There's no more concerts or parties or whatever. Like we can't gather in groups of 50 or more. 50 people is not even a lot. I mean, your average stadium holds tens of thousands, 50,000, some of them 100,000. So this is just, it's a big mind fuck and it's a psychological operation and it's meant to just confuse people and mislead them and get them panicking and just get them in this state of fear because your vibrations are low, you're very susceptible to mind control and these different types of operations and things that they want to bring in. So when there's a big crisis like this, it's a perfect time for them to roll out the legislation and the types of policies that they have been planning to do this whole time. Because look at just the stimulus package that Trump was coming out with just now and uh, the Democrats voted it down or whatever because it didn't have $500 million for abortions in it. And some money for solar panels. It's like, wait a second, what does that have to do with this virus? Why? What the fuck? But, you know, they all have their little agendas and the people that they're working for. So they can't ever agree upon anything because you can't make everybody happy, all your benefactors, all the people you're working for. So, yeah, they, they, we, they couldn't pay for enough abortions with the supposed stimulus money for this virus, which makes no fucking sense. So they all voted it down. And, um, even that little stimulus money, what would that really do? It's not going to save all these small businesses. You give them a thousand bucks or something like that's not even going to pay people's overhead. And then on top of that, the government says that we can't go to work. We can't generate any sort of income. Well, are they going to pay our fucking bills? Are they going to pay our credit card bills? Are they going to pay our, pay our fucking car payments? Are they going to pay our mortgages, our rent? I mean, if you can't generate any income then the whole system is fucked. And then the whole credit system is fucked too. Because if you miss your payments, your credit score goes way down. And that's what everything depends on these days. A lot of people can't even find a house or an apartment because their credit score isn't high enough because they haven't been paying their bills. Well, if you prevent people from being able to even fucking work or generate any type of income, how are people going to pay their bills? You see, the reason why I mention this is because this is intentionally being done to destroy the economy. They know this shit's going to happen. They're not stupid. The people at the top are not dumb. They may be a lot of things. They may be fucking assholes. They may be evil. They may have nefarious intentions, but they're not stupid. They knew the repercussions of this. They knew everything that was going to happen. You see, they, they can plot these sorts of things out. They know how people are going to respond to this. They knew that... If they came out and said that there's a pandemic which is gripping the world, people would freak the fuck out. And if they started to hint at some sort of a lockdown and they were programming us with all the shit that was happening in China because they were reporting on that heavily. And of course, they were on the opposite side saying that China was taking totalitarian measures, draconian laws, and they were doing all this fucked up shit. And, uh, you know, we in America would never do that sort of stuff. And China's going off the deep end, locking down all these people. Well, now look at look at America now. Over 100 million people on lockdown can't even move, leave their fucking house. So we're doing exactly what China did. And yet we had to demonize them in the media because, you know, China bad. Even though we paid to move all of our manufacturing there, all of our factories, 
And that's why everything is made in China. The taxpayers paid for these giant corporations to move all of the manufacturing there so we could get out of being a, a productive economy, a manufacturing economy, and then we moved into the service economy. That was the NAFTA deal. And uh, uh, different presidents have added shit to that. Obama was for it. Fucking George Bush was for it. We're all adding to that shit. And you, you, we exported all our manufacturing. And now they're like, well, now we can't have any masks well, first of all, they're saying first they said that masks don't even do anything for the virus anybody. So like, why do we need masks? And then they're saying that like we can't get any of this shit because now it's made in China. Well, you guys were the ones that had it go be made in China because you're trying to make your buddies hella money because they own these corporations and labor is so much less expensive over there. But it's the total restructuring of society, and the reason why they're doing this is because. Their goal is to to bring in a new type of system. And in order to bring in a new system, you have to destroy the old system. And this new system that they want to bring in is called a technocracy. And what a technocracy is, it's a it's a sort of scientific dictatorship. It's a socialist type of government, but it's a world government and it has to do with technology. Everybody is is linked into this same network and that's what the smart grid is going to be uh, that's taking form where all of your your computer, your phone, your fucking lamp, your your water, your electricity, your car, everything is linked into one network and uh, it's all in this smart grid, this 5G fucking smart city type shit where they can flip a switch and turn everything off. But the the real the real goal behind it though is just to collect everybody's data and always to be watching you. And I mean, just look around. Look at all the fucking cameras everywhere. What do you think those are for? Do you really think they're there to protect you, or you know? Because I, I don't fucking know. What do you, what do you think they're there for? It's to track you. It's to look at everywhere you're going. It's to know exactly what you're doing at all times. And a lot of people can't process that that the government would want to spy on everybody, but I mean, the proof is in the pudding, folks. That's what they're doing. They're spying on everybody. And uh, most transactions have have turned to digital with a card and even apps like Venmo or Apple Pay or PayPal, things like that. So it's all tracked. It's all uh, put into a database. They know exactly what you're buying, how much you bought, with what prevalency you buy certain items and what you stocked up on and shit. So, you know, even if you did stock up on guns and ammo and food and sometime in the future, you know, we were depleted of these supplies, who do you think, where do you think the government's going to go with their soldiers to get this shit? They're going to go to your house because you bought that shit on your credit card and they know exactly what you bought. And even if you did use cash, there's fucking, they know exactly where you went anyways because of all the cameras everywhere. There's cameras all in the parking lot. There's cameras on every fucking stoplight. There's cameras everywhere. There's cameras in all the cars now even. After 2018, it's a mandatory law that every car has to have a backup camera. That's not for your safety. That's for surveillance. So you have your fucking license plate on your car. They know exactly when you went to the store and that you're there. This is simple technology. I mean, that's that's not hard to do. And that's the real reason why we have this surveillance infrastructure that's been installed throughout the fucking world billions upon billions of cameras fucking everywhere always tracking you and knowing exactly what you're doing at all times and uh so yeah i mean even if you do stock up on a bunch of shit there there's no reason why they can't come and take it they know everything you do they know everything you got but 
you know, I'm not saying that people shouldn't be prepared. I'm just saying you have to think about these things and put it into the larger picture and uh, get the the whole perspective of this type of stuff. So on top of that, as far as the repercussions uh, that have taken place economically, they knew that this would happen. And the reason why is because they've been collecting all of your data. They have personality profiles on everybody. That's what social media was for. They could see all the things that you say. They can see how you respond to certain types of world events on your little Facebook posts, like some fucking school shooting happens. Okay, well, what are these people saying? And then that all gets processed. It all gets put into like these simulation types of uh, scenarios using artificial intelligence and supercomputers and just big, big processors. They have programs for this. And then by running certain types of scenarios, they can see the likelihood of how the population will react to any given thing. So they they could totally plug into a pandemic and run a, a fictional scenario with regards to a pandemic. And they did that. They did that in October. That's what the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation did uh, with Johns Hopkins and the World Economic Health Forum. They did that. It was called Event 201 where they simulated this whole coronavirus outbreak. And then what do you know? Like a month or two later, it fucking happens. So do you really think these people are so prophetic and that they just know the future and exactly what's going to happen? Uh, no, they don't, dude, because they're fucking doing it on purpose. Otherwise, why would they be making all of these mistakes? Why would they be allowing the virus to spread at such a rapid rate? You know, I, I've been covering this for fucking months now, talking about this shit because I saw something happening. I knew... When this was all over the media, when they kept talking about coronavirus in China and in fucking all this shit, I knew. I was like, well, what are they trying to do with this? How is this going to play into the agenda? Because if you know the ultimate goal that they're trying for, you can see the moves that they're making in order to make that goal happen. And you can fucking sift through the bullshit. And that's what I've been doing. And that's why I've been talking about this for so long. And now we're in the thick of it. And uh, shit's going down. And it's playing right into their hands, into their plan for what they want to do. And plans they've outlined like Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, where they want everyone to stay home. They don't want people going around having jobs and shit. They don't want people having cars, driving around, fucking chilling. They don't like small business. They want everything to be controlled by the gigantic corporations in conjunction with the government. It's like a fascist type of system where uh, there's a link between those two. And they just control everything. And they don't want any type of freedom. So you have to keep that in mind and read these sorts of documents so you can make sense of the current events which are taking place and how this all plays into their hands. So uh, just some of the things that have been happening recently. They just announced today that uh, the the president of India is actually going to shut down the whole fucking country. So uh, India population 1.3 billion orders the complete coronavirus lockdown. This was today, uh, the 24th of March. And it says in New Delhi, Prime Minister Narendra Modi ordered a complete lockdown for India's 1.3 billion people on Tuesday, warning that many families will be destroyed forever if the country didn't get to grips with its coronavirus outbreak in the next three weeks. Okay, so so India isn't a very wealthy country. They do have a, I mean, they do have a, a very, very big middle class, which is very wealthy. And there's plenty of, you know, Indians who are doing very well for themselves. And, you know, a lot of doctors and shit, a lot of, a lot of Indian doctors that come to the U.S. Uh, and um, 
but they also have one of the poorest regions too, one of the highest levels of poverty. There's a lot of poor people there. Well, how are they going to feed these people? You know, what are what are these people going to do for food and stuff? Do you think they came out with a plan saying, hey, we're going to do this, that, and this to, to help you guys through this? No, they just said you can't leave your house for three weeks. Fucking figure it out. Uh, Modi said the lockdown would start at midnight local time, would last for a minimum of 21 days, and would apply to all of India's 36 states and territories. You have seen the worldwide situations arising from the coronavirus pandemic in the news. You have also seen how the most powerful nations have become helpless in the face of this pandemic. Modi said in a live televised address to the nation on Tuesday ahead of the deadline. India is the world's second most populous country and the fifth biggest economy, but so far it has appeared to avoid the full hit of the pandemic. The country has 519 coronavirus cases uh, with 10 deaths. <laughs> That's ridiculous, man. You can't make this shit up. Let me do a quick calculation here if I can find my cell phone. So there's 1.3 billion people in... India, and they have 519 cases of coronavirus. So let's just do a, a quick a quick calculation here. 519 divided by 1, 3, 3, 2, 3, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Oh, it won't even, I can't even go that fucking high. I can only go to 130 million on my, on my fucking. Hold on, folks. I'm trying to calculate 519 divided by. One, three, two, times 100. So that's uh, 519 cases for 1.3 billion citizens equals, this is the percentage of the population that has it, 0.000039%. So 0.00004% percent of the population has this infection and yet you're going to shut down the whole fucking country and make it so nobody can leave with 10 deaths i mean dude this this is what tells you that this is bullshit i mean it's just it's just crazy and maybe i'm just not smart enough to understand the the real danger of this and how it's just going to sweep through the country and just increase exponentially you know, that must be above my intelligence grade. But all I can see is <laughs> a lot of shit happening that doesn't really make much sense. So they're going to lock all 1.3 billion people of India down because they have 519 cases of the coronavirus. Pretty insane, right? And like I said, I'm not trying to downplay the danger of this, but let let's not overplay it. I mean, let's be logical here and try to get all of the data and analyze this thing objectively and logically. But they don't want people to do that. It's all fear. It's all fear-mongering. That's all we've been seeing on the news. And they're just trying to freak people out because when people are afraid, they accept whatever the government does. You know, you destroy the economy, you fuck everything up, then, yeah, people are going to want some money. They're going to want some sort of stimulus package. Well, what do they do with that stimulus package? They fucking slip some other shit in there too that they've been trying to do, which is what they tried to do with the abortion bill on it and and shit like that and the solar panels and all this shit. So they're going to try to slip in their little Green New Deal type shit into these sorts of um, legislation that was drawn up way before this thing probably even happened. 
I mean, how long do you think it really takes to uh, to write a bill? And do you think that your senators and, and congressmen are, are in their offices day and night fucking trying to figure out what's best for the people and writing writing bills for them and stuff? Well, they're not. They're, this stuff is all done by think tanks, by unelected officials uh, that are funded by private foundations who draw up all of the government policies and then they give them to your senators and uh, congressmen or whatever you have in your country. They give that to them and say, hey, this is what we're going to do. Go sell it to the people. Smile and wave. Fucking kiss babies and shit. And yet they they have this left-right dichotomy, Democrats and Republicans, to get people to think that they have the illusion of choice. Meanwhile, it is the same system which controls both of them. It's two wings of the same bird. And they just use this dialectic in order to to do what they want. And like I said, make people think like they have a choice, but they don't. There's no choice. Presidents are selected, not elected. And, you know, same with your other supposedly elected representatives. They don't care about you. They they really don't. Maybe one or two of them do, but it's all a show, folks. It's a very elaborate show, which is aimed at mind control. The word government means mind control. comes from two Latin roots, the Latin root gubernare, which means to control, and the Latin root mente, which means the mind. And that is what we're seeing take place. This is a massive mind control project. And you are the fucking rat. And so much of your tax money goes to that purpose alone. Uh, you have these gigantic grants that are taken from taxpayer money, which go to these universities, which go to um, the study of the brain. And you know they'll they'll show little little videos of like a rat with a fucking antenna in its brain, and then they have them running through a maze and saying. You know, they're studying this rat. I mean, why would they care what a rat does? Well, that's because you're the rat. They're trying to study you. And they show you the experiments they do on the rat, but they're not going to show you the experiments they do on the human beings and how you are a part of that mind control experiment. Because they're trying to figure out how you will respond to things. And that's why this whole event that's taking place can't be random. Because... They know how the public is going to respond, and this is all planned. It's all part of the agenda because they've studied the way people will respond to to different crises and and shit like that, and it's just all fucking planned out ahead of time. They've got everything down to a science, literally. They've been studying the brain and how people respond to certain situations, and they knew that all this stuff was happening. It's all by design, and it's totally going to play into the globalist agenda because these motherfuckers want to do some fucked up shit. I don't know if you guys caught David Icke's interview with uh, the London Real dude. He he kind of he did a pretty good job of of breaking this down because he's been talking about it for 30 years and uh he just understands what's happen- what's happening because he's read these documents put out by these foundations and the United Nations and Places like the Council of Foreign Relations, Bilderberg Group, Royal Institute for International Affairs. These are the types of privately funded foundations which really control your lives and write the legislation and create the global policies which we are forced to live under. And they're funded by big banking families like the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds. Uh, And it's funny too, you know, Johns Hopkins was founded by the Rothschilds, 
funded by Mike Bloomberg too, who was just in the fucking presidential race. You know, it's all one big gang. And then them and Bill Gates were the ones who ran this fucking, this event 201 scenario along with the CDC, but they're all funded by the same fucking corporation. So they all work for them. You know what I'm saying? So do you really think they have your best interests at heart? Or do you think they're a fucking business run like any other business and doing what their boss tells them to do? That's what's happening. And people don't understand that. And they don't understand that like the media and all that shit, they all work for the same people. They're all controlled by the same motherfuckers and they're disgusting. The things the media does, I mean, they're just the worst people in the world. Hollywood and the media, they're such fucking scumbags. You can't believe a word they say because all they do is lie and they have no problem lying. That's what they do. That's what they're paid for. That's what actors do. They're professional liars and they get up there and they just lie, lie, lie. And that's why it's pretty funny that you have all these celebrities that are coming down with the coronavirus. And, uh, you know, we should all be very scared because we love our celebrities. No, we don't want them to die. We should be so scary for them because we've been taught to care about these people's lives when they don't give a fuck about you. Do you really think they would they care if you died? Do you think Kobe Bryant gives a fuck if you died? Nah, homie does not care. And he's very well just on some fucking secret island right now because he got tipped off along with the 1,300 CEOs that left their jobs in the past year. This was an article from NBC in November of 2019. I read this like a fucking a month or two ago because I saw this things of these things happening, the economic downfall which is going to take place, and it's it's proven by things like this. All of these CEOs leave their jobs. Well, what did what do they know that other people don't know? Because that's not normal. Why would somebody leave such a high, well-paying job where they literally get paid more than like fucking everybody, and they're like the most powerful people? All of a sudden, they're just gonna step down and be like, "Ah, I'm tired of this job. I want to fucking retire." Well, it tells me that they know something that other people don't know. So it says, "Why have more than 1,300 CEOs left their posts in the past year?" Boards have been too compliant and they're finally recognizing it's their job to be vigilant about chief executive misbehavior. So they're trying to to blame it on, um, you know, these guys have been being naughty. They've been doing some bad shit. So, so they've been forced to resign. But Or do you think maybe they just cashed out all their stock because they knew the stock market was going to crash? Just like all those Republican senators did right before the downfall of the economy because they knew that Trump was going to announce a lockdown and they knew it was going to destroy the economy, so they cashed out and fucking made out big with that shit before they lost all their money. That's the way the world really works. So this is from November 6, 2019. Chief executives are leaving in record numbers this year with more than 1,332 stepping aside in the period from January through the end of October. According to new data released on Wednesday, while it's not unusual to see CEOs fleeing in the middle of a recession, it is noteworthy to see such a rash of executive exits amid robust corporate earnings and record stock market highs. See, at this point in November, yeah, we were at a record high for the stock market. Shit, they were crushing it, you know, making a lot of money. And then all of a sudden, all these CEOs just leave. They got tired of making money. They don't like money anymore. These guys love money. That's all they want. And they're just going to step down. You see, because it's all a big fucking game, dude. They they plan this shit out way ahead of times. And these types of people who are heads of these multi-billion dollar companies, they're in the know. And they, they attend meetings 
that you and I will never get to attend. And they get the inside scoop. And they uh, that's why they, they can tell the future, because the future is planned. Last month, 172 chief executives left their jobs, according to executive placement firm Challenger, Gray, and Christmas. It's the highest monthly number on record, and the year-to-day total outpaces even the wave of executive exits during the financial crisis. The list of CEOs stepping down includes some who have left amid controversy. McDonald's announced on Sunday it was separating Steve Easterbrook as president and CEO after he admitted having a consensual affair with another employee. Okay, so so he bangs his fucking coworker. Like, that doesn't happen all the time everywhere, and that's a reason to leave your bazillion-dollar-a-year job? <laughs> These little excuses. It's so funny. WeWorks, WeWorks, I guess this is a company, WeWorks founder and CEO Adam Newman stepped down two weeks ago accepting a $1.7 billion golden parachute in exchange for walking away from disastrous IPO. The same week, Kevin Plank, the billionaire founder of leisurewear firm Under Armour, confirmed he was stepping down. Under Armour confirmed this week it is the subject of a federal accounting probe. Nike's longtime CEO, Mike Parker, resigned the same day, as did the head of eBay. So these are big players, guys, and uh, they they know things that we don't, obviously. Pretty funny. Pretty funny how we are all taught to believe that this is real. And, uh, you know, this is all just randomly occurring. Nothing, nothing fucking happens that isn't planned out. And these people, they don't make mistakes. Not this, not these types of big mistakes. If they wanted the economy to do well, they have plans in place for that shit. You know, there's ways to make it happen. These people are not that dumb. Um, and what it tells you is that this is all intentionally being done. And there's a very high likelihood that they intentionally created this virus and released it upon the world for this very purpose. Just like they did 9-11. Just like... They, there was the Gulf of Tonkin incident where we bombed our own ship in order to justify invading Vietnam. Just like we said that there was weapons of mass destruction in Iraq and we went and invaded Iraq and we're still there blowing motherfuckers up when there were no weapons of mass destruction. But it doesn't matter. You know, you get to kill millions of people as long as you just say some shit's happening because people are stupid enough. And most people will just believe whatever the media says. They're incredibly disgusting people. The media is probably responsible for more deaths in the 21st century than any other conglomerate or or fucking establishment figure because they get everybody on board with the propaganda. And same with Hollywood. You know, they use these movies and, and TV shows and stuff to uh, brainwash people, get them into believing that nobody's safe and that we got to go go to war with this country, this and that, you know, everything's a fucking disaster, be very scared. So, that is, and this is something interesting I just saw, I'm on the Washington Post website, which was owned by Jeff Bezos of Amazon, and it says, right below the, the Washington Post logo, it says, democracy dies in darkness. What the fuck does that mean? That's the whole goal is to destroy our democracy, folks. They don't even like the idea that we might be able to choose our own leaders, even though it doesn't happen. But they'd much rather have it to where they could just be blatant with their, um, you know, how they want to control everything. And which is control through experts, through the technocracy, through, you know, this scientific dictatorship where you can't make any decisions for yourself because you're too stupid. You have to have... Uh, 
an expert of some kind telling you what to do. So, uh, this is something interesting. You got the the Federal Reserve printing up a trillion dollars a day, which I don't even think they're really printing it. That'd be a lot of paper. I think they just type it into the computer and then inject it into the stock market or whatever they do because they can just make it up out of thin air. And I saw a good tweet the other day that said, uh, so if if the government can just print money out of thin air, why do they need to tax us? Why do they need to steal our tax money? Well, a couple reasons for that. It's it's also not just to, to fucking you know, fund the government for what they want to do because, yeah, they can just print money out of thin air. That's what they fucking do. But they also want to just keep you down and make it so you don't make too much money and your standard of living doesn't raise to be to be too high. So they have to take a large portion of your income. And you get taxed in so many different ways. I don't even think people really understand how many different ways you're getting taxed because you get the income tax. A lot of places have like a state tax. There's a federal tax. There's Medicare, Medicaid, uh, a FICO, FICA, whatever the fuck. And and then you get taxed on the products that you buy. There's a sales tax and then there's like a gas tax. And then the corporations who make these products are getting taxed on different things. And there's different tariffs and import taxes and all this sort of shit. So there's so many different taxes that you're hit with each time you make any purchase that it's it's truly mind-boggling. But that's the way that they figured out it would work because if you just take a lump sum from people, you know, like every so often, then it'd be too obvious. So you kind of just skim a little from here and from there. And they actually get more money like that too. So, But good news. Live updates. U.S. stocks surge on hopes that a stimulus deal is imminent. The Dow spikes 1,600 points by midday as investors await word on a $2 trillion coronavirus rescue package. So they're just going to print up some money out of nowhere. Fucking, here you go. Here's a couple trill. U.S. markets soared Tuesday as investors eagerly awaited word on a $2 trillion stimulus agreement between the Senate and White House aimed at rescuing the nation's economy, businesses, and individuals alike. The Dow Jones Industrial Average soared 1,600 points by early afternoon, wiping Monday's losses clean. The Standard and Poor's 500 and NASDAQ climbed 7.5% and 6.3% respectively in futures trading. The index has hit 5% limit up levels, meaning they could not trade beyond that point. The turnaround follows a volatile session that sent markets plunging after the Senate twice failed to advance the coronavirus stimulus bill. Now striking positive and optimistic tones, legislators are hashing out remaining discussions so that a vote may come to pass by Tuesday night. So they're going to save us. They're just going to print trillions of dollars, and that's not going to create a bubble at all and, and, and fuck up the economy. Nah, money's just made up, right? And Forbes just came out saying that um, they're trying to make a digital dollar, which, like I said earlier, that's part of the whole um, control system that they want to bring in. They don't like cash. They want everything to be tracked and um, be all digital. That's the whole point of, of that kind of stuff. Uh, continuing with the article says, though some details are in flux, the legislation would provide direct payments of $1,200 to many American adults and another $500 for children. It would also create roughly $850 billion in loan and assistance programs for businesses, states, and cities and increase spending for the unemployment insurance program as well as hospitals and healthcare providers. So $1,200 one time? I mean, what's that going to do? That's That might pay somebody's rent? I mean, but how long is this thing going to last? You're going to give us 1200 bucks to last two years, possibly? Some people are foreseeing this taking? 
I mean, hey, I don't want to sound ungrateful, but <laughs> destroy the whole entire economy, give people 1200 bucks. Yep, apparently that's what they think most people are making, $1,200 a month. And that's fucking low, low poverty wages. That's, what, fucking 24 grand a year after taxes, maybe 16? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Fucking ballin'. That's crazy, man. Ooh, here's an, here's an article. Our iPhone weekly screen time reports are through the roof, and people are horrified. Michael Doyle was horrified upon receiving his iPhone's weekly screen time report. The Toronto-based freelance journalist journalist was already a self-described heavy phone user. It comes with the gig, but seeing that his phone usage shot up 33% during his first week in quarantine to more than four hours each day, making him take stock of what exactly he was doing. Yeah, I've been looking at my phone a lot too. I'm sure you guys have as well. What else can you do? We're addicted. We are addicted and we're not allowed to leave the house because we all might carry the virus. Everybody's a suspect. Everybody's a terrorist. Biological terrorist. It's such a good plan. Man, everybody is infected. And you can infect anyone. So you can't leave your house because (laughs) everybody's got it. And if you do leave your, your house, you're an asshole. A lot of people are coming out and saying that. They're saying... Hey, man, just stay home because you can get everyone sick. And if you leave right now, you're an asshole. They really got everyone believing in this shit. (sighs) There's just, you know, I don't get it because there's so many better ways to have handled this. And they just went to such extreme measures, which were unjustified. Which is what tells you, like I said, that this is all part of the plan. Now, another interesting turn of events not really a turn of events, just a progression of the events because this is so typical. Uh, Steve Sisolak, the the great governor from Nevada, Democrat Steve Sisolak, he decided to appoint the CEO of MGM, who just stepped down. He decided to appoint him as the coronavirus task force leader. So he's leading the coronavirus task force, the leader of a fucking casino. What does he know about this shit? What does he know about medical shit? <laughs> But uh, he he is going to be leading that, and I'm sure they'll get millions and millions and millions of dollars of federal money to to handle this this situation. So a lot of people are going to make out with a lot of money. But oh no, he just wants to do it for the good of the people. He just cares. He just cares. He's going to quit his job, his billion dollar job, because he wants to take care of the good people of Nevada. <laughs> and Steve knows that he's the best guy for the job. He didn't give it to no doctor or something. You know, not even someone from like a university or anything. They he just gave it to his homie from MGM. Cause he's gonna help him get masks. He's the only guy who can put the order in, man. <laughs> oh shit. And people actually believe that. They they're like, no, he just wants to help. He just wants to donate. Okay. Okay, folks. And just to bring into your attention again, 80% of people diagnosed with coronavirus have very mild symptoms. And the people who are in danger, once again, are the people with compromised immune systems. And uh, yeah, protect those people, keep them inside, quarantine those motherfuckers. You don't got to stop the whole fucking world for, for like a few people. And just the notion that suddenly they care about people with... with <laughs> You know, old people or people with weak immune systems. Meanwhile, they're spraying the sky with fucking who knows what. 
you know, creating AIDS and crack and just <laughs> encouraging everyone to murder their babies and, and not start a family because the war, we're destroying the world. And they're feeding us all this shit food that's just terrible for you. And that's that's what they condone, but somehow they, they care about you. People people think that. The same government that did MKUltra, the same government who brought in all of the Nazis, all the Nazi scientists after World War II and uh, created NASA with Project Paperclip. You know. <laughs> but they care about you now. Okay. But you gotta see this this control system, it's uh, controlled by the Hegelian dialectic. That goes back to a philosopher named Hegel. It's a problem, reaction, solution type of system where uh, you have an ultimate goal that you want to bring in, uh, something you want to get society to do, but you can't just do it all of a sudden because there's no call for it, so people will freak out. So what do you do? You create a problem. What's the problem? Coronavirus or 9-11 or whatever. And then what's the ultimate solution that you want is you want to have more surveillance on people. Uh, You want to track everything people do. You want to start a war in the Middle East and fucking get all this money for the mili- from the military-industrial complex and, and all that shit. Well, first you need to justify the invasion. So, you have 9-11. You have an attack. And then you, you get people all scared and shit. That's the reaction. So, problem, 9-11. I'm just giving this because it's a classic example. It's so by the book. First, you have the problem. 9-11. Fucking terrorists hijack some planes. And they blew up the World Trade Center. Fucking assholes. And everyone's scared. Everyone's freaking out. These motherfuckers, you know, a lot of a lot of patriotism going on. And we gotta get them and, and we're gonna stand as one in fucking America. And that was the reaction. And what was the solution? War with Afghanistan. And then war with Iraq. Why are we going to a war with Iraq? I don't know. They didn't they blow up the World Trade Center? Oh no. But don't they have weapons of mass destruction? Oh no. Well, fuck it. Let's stay there for 20 years anyways because America. And that's, and that's how things go and people believe that shit. And all you got to do is put out some movies, put out some newscasts where you where you talk about how brave the soldiers are and this and that. And that's all it takes, folks. That's how easily manipulated the the public is because we've been trained to not be able to think critically. We've been trained to just be followers and sheep and always be in obedience to an authority figure. And this coronavirus is, they've, it's been compared in the media to 9-11 so many different times every day. Every day you got someone saying, oh, this is the new 9-11. This is bigger than 9-11. It's going to be worse than 9-11. It's going to be worse than re- the recession of 08. And uh, everyone's fucked. And uh, like I said, this, this should tell you that this is part of this system. Now we have the problem, the coronavirus. What's the reaction? Everyone's fucking tripping. The economy gets destroyed. Uh, there's no fucking work. Small businesses go out of business. What's the solution? Oh, they bring in the, the globalist system. They make it so we can't fucking get together and chill anymore. No gatherings. Uh, they make it so we can't use cash anymore because you might pass on the virus through cash. So we have to go all digital, which is more surveillance. And uh, fucking corporations get even bigger and get more power. Amazon controls the whole fucking world. No more small business. No more regular Joe fucking chilling, doing his shit. And uh, it's all all by the books, folks. And all foreshadowed in Event 201 by Johns Hopkins University, Bill Gates, the World Economic Forum. 
all simulated and it's taking place just exactly as how they said it would. And they're even the guys who are giving us the updates on it and shit. It's all through Johns Hopkins. Like, oh shit, that's perfect. They they knew what was happening. Let's give it to them. And pay no mind to the fact that, you know, there was a the big bioweapons lab in Wuhan. Uh, when this all took place, there was the World Military Games going on in Wuhan where we had soldiers from all different countries of the world participating in some Olympic sort of events where they did sports events and shit. And uh just so happens that uh, all these people got infected, went to these different countries and uh, infected their own countries and created this global pandemic that's going to change everything forever. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Now, we have our... Our social media companies too, like Facebook and YouTube, which have come out and blatantly said that they don't have enough staff to properly analyze different videos that they deem of breaking community guidelines or whatever they want to say. So a lot of videos are just going to be taken down no matter what. And they're just going to be taken down because, I don't know, because the, the artificial intelligence software doesn't know any better. So let's just err on the side of caution and take down this video because it might it might get people to think for themselves. Or no, it's spreading disinformation. Everyone's a flat earther. And, and you know, they're all conspiracy theorists or whatever. <sighs> it's a big psychological operation, folks. And the conspiracy theorists are at the bottom of the barrel. They fucking hate us, man. Anybody who points out the shit that they're doing, they hate us, man. Fuck, dude. I wouldn't be surprised if they start coming to get us fucking soon, man. Breaking down the door and shit. Trying to take me to jail? Fuck you. Nah, whatever. I'm just calling it like I see it, man. I'm just just a guy in a room just rambling alone. (laughs) Just talking. Talking and talking to whoever's listening. And I thank you for listening. And if you want to support me, you can go to homagetheliongkiller.com. You can donate me money through PayPal. You know, because... Like I said, I ain't working right now. I'm just chilling. Working on music and shit. I had a bunch of merch that was supposed to show up because I got this whole album I'm trying to drop. Everything's done. But, I mean, it's I, I feel like it's not the right time to drop anything. It's just... There's like... Everything's fucked. You can't even have a show. You can't even have a fucking listening party without breaking the law. And we don't know how long this is going to last. It just doesn't feel right to drop a whole album, especially something I've worked so hard on. I don't know. I got a couple music videos, too, that I'm going to put out. Some really dope shit, actually, that I'm pretty stoked on. But I want to at least have some clothes and stuff to sell people so I can hopefully get some sort of income going and have some sort of product that I can sell. Hopefully the mail is still going at that point. They said maybe it'll be here next Monday in a week. But we'll see. The world is kind of put on pause right now and you can't really blame these companies because they're just following orders and and uh, they're risking being shut down if they don't. So the economic repercussions are real, folks, and you got to be very understanding for your uh, local businesses and the people that you do business with because this event just changed the whole entire world and and who knows what's going what's gonna to happen from it. But keep your head up, you know, Remember, this is all just a test. It's an experiment. It's a test of your soul and your strength and seeing how you can how you can get through it, man. This is all just like a 
like a fucking dream. It's like a bad dream. <laughs> but you just got to act cool. Look out for your loved ones and, and just try to be a good person because at the end of the day, what else can you do? And stick up for your morals and your principles. Don't let something like this make you make you um, redesign the way you think about everything. You got to have morals. You got to have uh, things that you stand by. Otherwise, you're just gonna gonna be drifting along with the masses, whichever way they tell you to go, because you have no core values that you can refer to. It's very important to have to have these things that you know about yourself and things that you you um, won't stand. You know, you gotta draw the line somewhere with some shit. If the government does come fucking door to door saying they're gonna shoot you up with whatever they got, what are you gonna say? Are you going to sit back and just take it or are you going to make some noise? You know, if the government says that everybody's got to stay home for the rest of their lives, you going to take that shit? Or are we going to go rally in the fucking street and say, fuck you, because this virus that's infecting 0.004% of the population doesn't seem to be as dangerous as you're making it out to be? in the media and, and all these all these broadcasts that you're doing to scare the public. Just something to consider, folks. Think for yourself. You know, don't don't be brainwashed by this this brainwashing machine that is that has been in place for a long, long time. And they've been training the public to act in a certain way for a long time. But you know, trying to do broadcasts like this, little podcast broadcasts, in order to get people thinking a little differently about stuff, and hopefully considering things for themselves, and and to live a happy and more fulfilling life at the end of the day, right? So I'm gonna send you guys away with this new track I just made, produced by Engine of Vienna, Austria, incredible producer, and. uh yeah, I got a video coming out for this soon too. I'm just giving you guys a sneak peek. So whoever listens to this podcast can uh can peep it. And don't jack my shit. I want to do a full drop when the video's done and it's almost done. So I'm just letting you listen to it just once. The song's called Corona Grimoire. Thank you. Peace. They got us panicking, running scared, victims of abandonment, witnessing the pandemic, overload the ambulance, everybody scrambling, don't know how to handle it, filling every channel with my control analysts, they plan for this, billionaires were prepared in their underground layers till the virus disappears, yeah, don't nobody care until it happened to you, then you notice that conspiracies actually true, practically doomed, trapped in the tomb, you dug yourself, no food on the shelf, waiting for someone to help. Fell into a well that ain't well It's a hell in the jail cell In the prison system meant to fail Following the trail of breadcrumbs Till death comes The same murder Everything's backwards It's red rum They want your guns Just a matter of time Letting the devil Any metal And he'll shatter your spine While the line for the store Stretch around the block We got another type of market Way down on this stop Town is in shock Lockdown Quarantine coming While the 1% thrive The majority's bumming 
Slum lords laugh while they poison the water, poison the air, poison our sons, poison our daughters. No one bothering to listen to the coal mine canary till the situation's hairy, bodies getting buried. It's South Park, ain't no integrity left. Massive rituals surrounding our celebrity deaths. Rich eugenicists believing that your pedigree's less. Trying to fry you up and eat you while your energy's fresh. Yes, those you elect left your family to die. Still, troops go whichever way the cavalry ride. Samurai got replaced by Call of Duty drone pilots. You're not alone in your home, your iPhone spying. Skies ribbons are robotic in form. Scalar waves propagate them, make a tropical storm. Too informed to get big, too real to get rich. Way too old to make shit that appeal to the kids Life's a trippin', travels at an ultimate low Good and evil fight battles for control of the globe Hoes post pics posing with the tents in their ass out With martial law cop car found in the background Foul how they did it, such a typical scene Hypnotized minds blind by a whimsical theme Thinking you're free, freedom's blown away in the wind Broke the universal law, now you'll pay for the sin It's a grim image witnessing the finish of the race I make the most of it, there's not a minute left to waste You're living on the stage, they control you with stars And I'm writing cause I'm sick of this shit, Corona Grimoire